that people get in the media and they say, like, don't drive unless you have to. And, you know, like, I, I grew up on the Gulf Coast, and yeah, hurricanes would come through there all the time. And what is the first thing we wanted to do was go look at how high the water was. And, you know, we get out like idiots, and, and nothing ever happened. But until something happens to you, then you kind of understand. And today people are going to say, hey, don't get on the roads unless you have to. And that might come in one ear and out the other. But Dan and I have both crashed cars doing kind of like I purposely went out to look at snow one day on purpose. I said, look at all this snow. It must be beautiful out there. I get my wife in the car. We get the dog in the car. And I'm like, da, 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 da. And, you know, of course, everybody's like, don't travel unless you absolutely have to. And I'm like, oh, my God, I know how to drive. Please be quiet. Hit some of that ice. And Travis Meyer said it yesterday. You don't even see it coming. Very hard to detect. And you're just having a good old ball driving your car around. And then, boom, black ice. And there's nothing you can do about it. Right. And so no matter what you would have driven, no matter what you've been told. So in essence, we're wasting our time by telling people. It's one of those things you just got to learn the hard way. Yeah. And I, maybe there's a part of me that thinks if if I can tell you from personal experience, Maybe that won't work. But, Daniel, you slipped on ice in your car. Yeah. And it was I like an interstate pileup. I wasn't going to sightsee. I was just out and about. Yeah. And uh, there's nothing that I can tell you that's going to convince you that if you drive and you hit ice, you're just going to wreck the car. There's nothing you can do. And that's a lesson you have to learn the hard way. I guess you do. Because before that, probably like a lot of people listening, I'm like, you know, I, I've been driving since I was 16. Please get out of here. Meanwhile, I hit this patch of ice, and there was zero I could do. And now I'm so freaked out about that experience because it came out of nowhere that tonight I am staying in a hotel next to the radio station so that I do not have to drive in this stuff. And he, you only live about a mile or two from the radio station. Absolutely. And all it takes, it doesn't even take a lot. And they say the ground is going to be so cold with this thing, uh, even into like tomorrow and Friday, that the ice is could be like a half inch thick, which is completely ridiculous. I mean, you could, it's going to be so cold on the ground that it's going to be like rock hard ice and there's nothing you can do about it. But anyway, you know, get out there and drive if you want to, but I'm telling you not to. And no one's going <laughs> to, you can't tell people to drive. No, I'm saying don't. And if you do it, you're going to learn the hard way. You're going to learn. You're going to learn. You're gonna learn I, hey, <laughs> I learned. Uh, the only thing I could say that people might hold on to. Go really slow if you do it. That's what, you know, I would not be, you know, it always blows my mind. If I am driving in some wintry weather, I'm pretty cautious. Then some moron, you know, goes around me at like 50 miles an hour. I'm like, you can be in the ditch, dog. You're going to learn. <laughs> You're going to learn. It's uh, 95 The Bull. Good morning, Tig and Daniel 623. Uh, we all know what's happening today. Do we really have to get into that? But uh, if, if this were a football game, if this were a football game, uh, we're going to have a little pre-gaming this morning and then the kickoff will be later today when all the snow starts to roll in to our area we're seeing pictures on news on six this is did you see by the way brought to you by daniel's dentist dr hugh mcdougall we're seeing a video news on six the oklahoma kansas line north of us it's crazy up there already it is on my way in today i did not experience any ice i only have about a mile drive into work i didn't see any ice but i did see uh wind i mean wind is just whipping around in fact there's yeah. like a road close sign and it looked like a giant picked that up and just threw it oh really driving. in fact i thought it was somebody just picking that up and throwing it aside but it was just it's, the wind is very windy yeah and it really affects uh you know it's not that cold yet 30 degrees but with that wind 
It's miserable outside right now. Uh, also, Daniel, you had a question, and I thought it was a good question. What about these homeless people that are downtown, and we see it every day when we ride to work, and you probably see it on your commutes, and you think about how can a human being deal with these kind of temperatures? And today's a warm day compared to what, like Friday and Saturday? I mean, we're in the single digits. And uh, you said, you know, how do, how do they alert? Like if a homeless person doesn't have a phone or they're not in contact with other folks in the community, how do they know? Because it must be confusing. Yesterday was not a terrible day. And then, boom, out of nowhere, lights out. It's going to be treacherous. And I was reading this story about an organization here in town that they actually, I'm not even kidding, it's called Housing Solutions. And they try to take care of the homeless community, especially in times like this. And they, they try to go out and they make contact with folks who they see in the street. But also, apparently, a lot of folks live in the woods. And they're, they're really hard to reach because then you're talking about climbing up, you know, a landscape that's difficult to get through. They're using drones. They say that they can go find human beings in the woods and they can communicate with them. Via drone? That's what it says, unless I'm misreading it. It says they're working with Tulsa Police and Fire Department to use drones to find those living unsheltered in remote areas. The drones, especially in extreme weather conditions, can help them identify people who are living in the woods and help them out. Give them sleep. A lot of people elect not to go to the shelters, though, and so they'd load them up with sleeping bags and hand warmers and all that kind of stuff. So there is an apparatus out there that is helping these people that would be totally exposed to this weather. Yeah, that's what I was curious about. Is there a bit of a camaraderie or a bit of a, you know, where they all talk and like, hey, man, uh, it's going to get real bad on Wednesday. But if you're living in the woods with, like, let's say there's 10 of you in the woods, you're, you're out of contact with everybody, it's right? Surely one out of the 10 would, well, I would hey, hope, I, I hear that it's going to be bad out there. Well, it's good that, like, housing solutions, and uh, if you see anybody that seems like they're in distress, you can always... Um, alert the authorities, and they'll go check on them. Did you see uh, yesterday, Tig, that there was a brawl that broke out at Golden Corral, which I, I didn't know that uh, Golden Corral survived the pandemic. When you think COVID. A buffet is tough. That's real hard. Here is a, a clip of a, a guy that works at Golden Corral talking about a brawl that erupted Friday night after they ran out of steak. With COVID right now, mask and everything, nobody can hear nobody sometimes. There's a lot of commotion there, and the cooks behind there are talking. Nobody can hear nobody. You have to speak up loud. I grabbed the chair to defend myself, and then sooner or later, that was it. Punches were getting thrown, chairs were getting thrown. You name it, you can call it cups, glasses, everything. You name it. Who are they fighting? Are they fighting the chef? No, the customers were fighting the people at... Oh, you know, behind the uh, oh. the counter there. How Which, by it? the way, you know, if you go to a Golden Corral, you don't expect them to run out of anything because it is a buffet. That's a good point. But was, was this another supply chain issue? I mean, are we dealing with steak problems now? That gone. I don't know. When's the last time you've been to Golden Corral? Went on a Thanksgiving about 10 years ago. Thanksgiving? Mm-hmm. I did. <laughs> Hey, it's great. I love the place. I just don't. It's like one of those places you don't consider a whole lot. Golden Corral. Also, I saw David Letterman uh, in the news a, a lot yesterday, and I was like, why? What's going on? I thought it was a new season of his show on Netflix. And uh, the reason that I'm interested in David Letterman is because Ty was an intern there. And, and you're big. Da I mean, you're like the biggest David Letterman fan. Uh, well, when I was a little boy, I just thought his show was 
really funny. And when you're eight, nine years old and the guy's driving a golf cart around the studio and they're putting uh, cameras on monkeys to see what that looks like <laughs> from their perspective. I mean, I was like, this is magic. I remember uh, he threw watermelons off a building and I was like, no, genius. You got, you got to consider this guy, David Letterman, came on after Johnny Carson. Johnny Carson had like, I don't know how many millions of people, but just by being on after him, millions of people watching David Letterman, and he uses like 10 minutes of network time at a time when there was only three networks to drop melons off a building. And it, it just worked. When you speak of Johnny Carson, I think his final show got 23 million viewers. That's unheard of today. Yeah. Well, anyway, he's on uh, Seth Meyers last night. Here's what he said about uh, getting on YouTube. There's a new YouTube channel that yep. basically has the full archives of your time on the show. And it is, you can spend a lot of time on it. I was watching uh, World's Largest Vase. We had the World's Largest Vase addressed the studio audience. Yeah. And, and called for a peaceful world. <laughs> yeah. And there was also a book that had been published. It was Children's Letters to the World's Largest Vase. <laughs> It was tickling to think that, yeah, you want to watch some TV? Turn on NBC. It's the world's largest base. Uh, so that, that was his 40-year, yesterday was 40 years since his career had started. Now, who do you think has hosted the most episodes of Late Night? Do you think it's David Letterman? Do you think it's Conan O'Brien, Jimmy Fallon, or Seth Meyers? By far, it's David Letterman. Oh, no, no, no. No? Conan O'Brien has hosted 2,000. 725 episodes. Oh, you mean of that specific show. You didn't mean no, late no, night no, in general. No, just late night in general, oh, yeah. Okay. 1993 to 2009, David Letterman only hosted 1,819 episodes from 1982 to 1993. Yeah, but he went on to CBS and did more. So you were just talking about that specific show on NBC. Actually, I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you're, just not, read, you're, you're I'm, wrong. I've but, just read no. what's uh, uh, provided to me. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> it's 630. Uh, more weather updates. Uh, Travis Meyer, Chief Meteorologist, News on 6. You know, he, he, he's got a brain, and he knows what he's talking about. And so if you really want to know what today is going to look like, uh, we'll, we'll get to that about 7.50 this morning. Right here on 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Good morning, guys. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. At about 30 downtown Tulsa, it's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Maybe a little bit of uh, Daniel, your drive-in was okay today. A uh, little wet stuff out there, but nothing treacherous. That all starts later this afternoon. What's up, Daniel? Uh, yesterday, I decided I, uh, I need a haircut. And uh, when I was growing up, you just walked into a barbershop and you just sat down and you waited. Mm -hmm. You know what they all want now? Mm. They want you to book online. <laughs> Wait, you can walk in there and then they tell you to sit down and get on your phone and book it? I stopped by two places yesterday and I said, uh, hey, uh, do you guys do walk-ins? And, and, uh, and they, by the way, both empty. They're like, no, no, no. That's no. ridiculous. We're completely booked up. And I wanted to say, it will take you about 10 minutes to cut my hair, and you'll make $30. But I can't say that. What, what is this online stuff now? Wait, so, you can't walk in anymore? All right, let me get this straight. You walk into a place where they cut hair. <clears throat> yeah. Nobody's in there. And you go up to the desk, and the person there says, like, they won't type your information in. They say, you need to log in online. They said, uh, you need to make an appointment online. That's ridiculous. Now, listen, when I grew up. Oh, well, boy, here we go. <laughs> when I was younger, you just walked into a place. Yeah, you got a terrible haircut, but at least they cut your hair. Mm -hmm. Now you have to, like, get online and beg them to cut it.
If I walk into a place and it's empty and they say, oh, no, 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 I'm all booked up, I don't care for that. <laughs> That's so stupid. Uh, you know, I go to, like, what do you call them, like the chain places that are like 9 yeah. and $10, and they have an online check-in if you want to do it. Now, they will accept it if you walk in, but that sets up an awkward situation, too, because I'll check in at my house, and it says, be here in 20 minutes, and you'll be good to go. And so I show up in 20 minutes, and there's all these people that didn't check in online that have been waiting for a haircut, and it, it appears to them that I walk in, and I'm skipping everybody. <laughs> and it makes me uncomfortable, you know. But technically, I've been in line for 20 minutes. I just did it on the Internet. But don't you miss the old days where you just walked in and you just sit there and, and heard old men talking and gossiping? It's none of that anymore. It's like when I walk in, they're like, what are you doing in here? And I'm That's like, what right. do you think I'm doing? I want a haircut. And they're like, no, no, can't do it. My grandfather, you know, he, he had to get away from his wife. This guy, for recreation, he'd go sit at the barbershop. Not, no haircut. And uh, my mom goes in there one day, and these old men, all like 70, 80 years old, shooting the bull, and she hears the conversations they're having. I wasn't really allowed to go back up there. Really? <laughs> yeah, because, you know, they're talking trash. Whatever those dudes do. But I'm sure out there in some small town, there's still a place where you can go just, just walk in. You don't have to get online. You don't have to download an app. Yeah. You know. You know, just cut my hair. I, wh why do I have to get online? Oh, here we go. Here's oh. a call. You've done, you've done it now. Oh, yeah. Very controversial topic here. I used, my dad took me to this place once, and uh, it was in the back of a pool hall, and they, they cut my hair that very day. They did cut off a piece of my ear, but that's fine. <laughs> Your dad had at to go to the pool At hall? least they would accept my haircut. <laughs> hey, uh, who's this? This is Heidi Beatty. Heidi, uh, what are you up to today? Well, I I am on my way to work, um, but I heard part of the, the haircut conversation, and I just wanted to let you know that you can do walk-ins in Bixby at a place called Family Traditions. It is my cousin's place. They are the best place, and they do walk-ins. Uh, uh. Let me ask, how do they decide on the name Family Traditions? Well, it is my it is my cousin and her daughter, and then they've got some friends of theirs, but they have cut hair for years. Oh. Their mom cut hair. It, it, it's a family tradition. Uh, let me put Tig on the spot. If you had to name, if you had to open a barbershop, a hair cutting place right now, Tig, what would you name it? Mm -hmm. Cost Clippers. Oh, this is good. Cost Clippers. Yeah. Not bad. Like really. Eclipse the cost, and we're clipping your hair. Get oh, it? Oh, why not Eclipse? Eclipse, and you can check in Eclipse electronically. Is good. E. Eclipse. Yeah, everybody has to have like some uh, clever name, like the Hairport. Yeah. <laughs> so let me ask you a question about your cousin who cuts hair. Is it? It's a lady. Yeah. Well, that's this, a sexist uh, generalization, I, isn't I it? I was Ty? asking that. I didn't say she was a lady. I said, does she have like wild hair? Because I think like <laughs> you, you know, like these people, You're it's right. like it's like their resume. They have to have yeah. like crazy hair to show you that. You know, if you no, walk to a guy and his hair is terrible. None of them have crazy hair. They've got curly hair. They have got beautiful hair. They have they they just know how to take care of it. They know how to do it. They are the ladies for the hair. Yeah, you go. So, there's like a lady with purple hair or something. What Tyke's saying uh, is that is that sometimes when you go to a haircut place and the lady, I guess, in order to show off that she can do different things, will have the craziest haircut you've ever seen. Yeah, it's like her resume <laughs> to the world. Like here's what Look, I can do. If they've got too crazy of a haircut, I may not want them to cut my hair. Right. Let me ask you this. You go into a haircut place, and uh, those 
maybe the barber has uh, those gauges in their ears where they stretch out their earlobes. The circles. Yeah, what, it's called uh, gauges, right? Yeah, I see that a lot. <laughs> would yeah. Would you consider turning around? And no offense to people with gauges, you know, it looks um, great. I just no one. I've had a lady cut my hair with gauges in her ears before, and that's probably one of the best time I actually got layers. But it was not by my cousin. <laughs> oh, there you go. She has one mission today: that's to promote family, family traditions, traditions yeah. and Bixby convenient parking. And now I feel bad about service. saying that about people with gauges, but uh, I got to tell you, that's a. Uh, they do. They do really good. Everybody. I mean, from for the most part, I've had a couple people nick my boys, but I mean, family tradition. You've had a couple they people nick your boys, like cut off a piece of their ear. No, like, um, no, like just nick them with the clippers, because uh, I like the back of their hairline square. Uh, so the, 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 there was blood involved, though. Yeah. Not a family tradition. I'll tell you that. Nope, 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 not a family tradition. <laughs> right. Two separate occasions someone has cut her children to the, to the point that they bleed. Thanks for the call. Be safe out there today, all right? Yes. It's 98.5 The Bull. All right, so we learned some stuff today. Also, Daniel, uh, even though we have a snow event on the way, uh, we're not giving up. We're still going to be giving away Lee Bryce tickets coming up 740 this morning. Right here on 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. Watch this, Daniel. We're not getting down to one, but down to 15-ish tonight. Oh, hey, now. It's uh, 98.5 The Bull. Today's high country. A uh, little bit of stuff this morning, but I think the big event happens later on this afternoon. Uh, Chief Meteorologist News on 6, Travis Meyer, will be joining us about 7.50 to tell us exactly as we get closer and closer. Obviously, it's easier to kind of pinpoint what's going to happen and what's going on where you are. Downtown Tulsa, I can tell you, I see cars uh, with uh, traveling with no problem right now. I had zero issues getting into work today, but I could tell that it's we're right on the edge of it. Did you have any trouble getting in? No, none whatsoever. Um, but I'm seeing, like, News on 6, they, they have these guys, and their job is to go out and kind of survey the landscape. And up near the uh, Kansas line, it looks pretty bad. It's really coming down up there. Like, yeah. Uh, almost blizzard-looking conditions. So we wanted to know, like, where are you right now? If it's safe for you to call in, we'd kind of want to know what's going on where you are. I mean, I think around here nothing's going on so far, don't you think? Well, to the north part of our massive broadcast signal, like I said, north of here, it looks like they're getting an event. So we'd love to hear you hear uh, what's going on where you are. 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. If it's safe for you to call, looks like, if, you're, if you're slipping and sliding on ice, don't call us, you know. But that's who I want to hear from. I don't want to hear from the guy that's just like, oh, nothing's going on here. I want to hear from the person that's slipping and sliding <laughs> yeah, it's on all ice. good here. Tig no. is so paranoid about snowy weather or ice and stuff like that. He's staying at a hotel tonight. Now, is that is that a function of you're nervous about um, the weather or are you just wanting a little break? Both. <laughs> and uh, there's other quickly. people in the building that I know for a fact are like, you know, I love my family, but, you know, a night in a hotel doing what I want sounds pretty good. So I'm going to stay in a hotel tonight because I, I need to get to work tomorrow. That's my big issue. Right. Hey, good morning. Who's this? Good morning. This is Lindsay. Lindsay, where are you calling from? I, um, I'm currently in Foil. I just drove. I, I work over here. I'm a, I work at the school I teach. Um, we're actually out today, but we're having a, a virtual day. So teachers were expected to be here. And while I was on my way here, I got the message that 
we are staying home today. Um, oh, that's the worst. That's you fine. got hold on. You got to work, and then they let you know you don't have to come in. Yeah, that's the world of teaching. <laughs> and also, you said you're from Foil. I've never heard of that. Um, so Foil's north of Claremore. So what school system is this? Because there's other people that might be heading into school with their kids right now that don't know that it's closed if they did it last minute. Where are you at? School system wise? Um, well, they didn't. They didn't do it last minute. They let the kids know. They let us know yesterday that we were out. <laughs> well, why'd today you go to work for a virtual day? But since we're doing an online learning day, the teachers were going to have to be at school. Ah, I see. To work. So they made the teachers go and to then, work to why teach you, virtually. Yeah, you can teach online at your house. <laughs> I know. I know. It's a little ridiculous, but you know, since they pay us, they I guess they expect us to be at the office. Oh. Kind of thing. Give me, give um, me the number to your but, principal. I'll call him right now and be like, "What are you talking? <laughs> what, what, what is all this? Could be her. her, whatever it is. What a, what a crazy decision to make them come in on a virtual day." Think, oh my goodness, I don't think he'd appreciate that very much. What's his name? He's probably still asleep. Well, that's not. What's I, his I name? I'm not gonna do that. Come on. I'm not gonna do that to him. <laughs> that's crazy. Well, who? But, but he's like, <laughs> "Okay, guys, it's too dangerous to come in. Now, come on in." <laughs> do you yeah. see what I'm saying? So, yeah, I, 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 mean, I get what you're I saying. It's like the students can't come yeah. in, but we want the teachers to come in. What grade do you teach? Yeah. I'm actually the band director at Foil. So I teach 6th through 12th grade. It's oh, a very God. small school. God bless you, those 6th um, graders. <laughs> yeah. We're actually on the right on Route 66 um, north of Claremore. And uh, we're, we're a really, really small school. Um, and uh, I, this is my third year here as band director. Well, um, it, it's not a private yeah. school, is it? No, no, just okay. a really tiny school. Have you heard this show before? Uh, yeah, I listen to you guys every day. Uh, based on Tig's voice, what instrument do you think he played in the high school band when he was in high school? Probably trombone. I don't know how she knows that. That's crazy. All right, I was in the oh, band. Really? I was in, I was in the band for a year. What do you think I played? Uh, trumpet. I, I don't even it, know this. absolutely the trumpet, yeah. It is? Yeah. Wow, look at her. She, she knows <laughs> her stuff. Are you of the devil? How do you know this? <laughs> like, for real, how does she predict after, that? After doing it for a while, after after teaching and seeing different personalities that kind of, like, you know, go with certain instruments, you just yeah. kind of, like, you can be like, okay, yeah, you were definitely a trumpet player. There's a, there's a, and trumpet players all over are going to be mad for me saying this, but there is a a certain, like, stigmatism around being a trumpet player. And what is the stigmatism? So, um, <laughs> sorry, Daniel, um, but being a little bit um, kind of like I'm the best and, ah, yeah. and you, you, you know. Oh, there's oh, there's so, a bit of ego with trumpet players. Trumpet players tend to have a big, a big ego, Yeah, yes. I agree. Daniel yeah. claims he's never been wrong about anything in his life. No, 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 no. I said I've never been wrong in my radio career. Okay. Well, see, that kind of nonsense. In my life, constant mistakes. Okay. But in radio, always been right. Well, you need to listen to the show, buddy. Oh, my goodness. Well, and so, <laughs> so the, I guess trumpet players have huge egos. What do trombone players have? Um, they're usually pretty goofy. So Tiger is a like goofy. They just have, like they're kind of the, the the class clowns of the band That's room. Right. You know, yeah. this is interesting. What, yeah. what about uh, flute players? How would you describe uh, flute them? Flute players, they know their music. They've always got a pencil ready to mark their music. <laughs> they're, they're more cerebral. 
Uh, tell me about saxophone yeah. players. What what what's known about them? Saxophones are also big goofballs. Hmm. Yeah. I, you know what yeah. I hate when I go to a like a, a symphony tag and then there's a moment where the person leans over and they open that spit valve on a. Uh, yeah, that's. that's right. I, 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 it's appalling to be honest. They should make that more discreet. <laughs> Yeah, my band room has carpet. Oh, and that's I disgusting. Carpet, and oh. I just hate to think about that. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for the call, and uh, sorry you went into work for yeah. nothing today. What? One no, last it's chance. Okay, I've got stuff I can get done here for a minute. <laughs> Give me that principal's name. No, no. Tig's Tig's being like wrapping no, up. Get I can't here. do that. Got things to I do. I can't do that. All right. Well, thank you for the call. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Right. Have a great day. Be you safe. Too. Okay. Bye, bye. 98.5 The Bull, today's Hot Country, 740 Lee Bryce tickets. The new stuff from Miranda. Good morning, 98.5 The Bull, today's Hot Country with Ty and Daniels. A virtual heat wave right now compared to what we're going to go through later. 30-ish now. Uh, we're getting into the teens later on today. Going to get rough today. In fact, we just heard from a teacher who uh, heard uh, that oh, after she got to school that they canceled school. Yeah, I mean, like... Like, she drove all the way to her classroom, and then they said no school today. Uh, I got a notification a few minutes ago that uh, we normally have a meeting with our boss, Steve Hunter. And I don't mind saying his name. Yeah, Steve. That uh, we have a, a weekly meeting, and, and he's canceled the meeting. Now, does that mean he's not coming in? To me, that means he's not coming in. And is that because it's dangerous to come in? I would imagine that he doesn't want to get stuck in the winter storm. If, if, if he's not coming in... And if he canceled our meeting, because we have a weekly meeting with our boss, and if he canceled it, that must mean he's going to chill at the house today. Don't you think it's odd that if it's too dangerous for him to come in, but we have to come in? And and trust me, like, you're staying in a hotel tonight because you have to be here no matter what. Yes, I don't want to risk having to drive a couple miles. I, I can always just walk if I stay at this hotel next door. But it's safe enough for us to come in yet too dangerous for him to come in. <laughs> well, we don't know. He might be coming in. Well, let's get him on the phone. He's, I don't think he is. Why would he well, cancel the call meeting? Him? Yeah. Oh, boy. Here we go. Calling our boss. What are you basically going to confront him about? Well, I want to know why it's okay for him not to be here, yet we have to risk life and right. to be here. Watch this thing not work. It's going to go straight to voicemail. There go. He's going to decline it. Hey, good morning. <laughs> yeah, he, he answered. Hey, good morning, Steve. I did answer. I see that uh, you've canceled the meeting today, Steve. Uh, does that mean that you are not coming in? You know, I'm trying to decide. I'm watching Alan Crone trying to decide. What do you guys think? Is it safe, or would you rather I, stay I, away? I, listen, like the next every week? day I prefer you don't come in. <laughs> <laughs> I felt that's where you were headed with this. <laughs> so, but yeah, hold on. Why, so why are you I, complaining? Like, well, it's kind of good when your boss well, doesn't going to work. Here's the thing, Ty. Why would it be too dangerous for him to come in, yet <laughs> there, it, it, the world could be burning and we're, we have to be in? Well, actually, I think we are coming in. I think we're going to come in and only hang downtown until it gets really bad. But uh, I'm trying to watch your buddy Alan on TV. What do you guys think? Is it bad? I, I, say, I say you don't come in. Yeah, man, it's too bad. Too what, rough. at least July? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Until July. Midsummer, it should uh, clear up for us, and then you can start coming by to work. You think the roads will be good by July? Uh, maybe even next uh, July. I, I think you have a good point, Steve. I think it's safe right now to come in. Later on today, that might be a whole different story. But right now, Not so much. you're good to go. Yeah. Well, I, I'm going to have Travis come by and pick me up. 
You think that'd be better? Travis Meyer is on six? Yeah, I think I think he should come by and pick me up. He's got a nice truck. He's he's a pretty busy dude today, but it, it is a good point that Daniel's making. Everything seems fine downtown Tulsa right now. And right. uh but we don't know what the day is gonna look like. And I think like uh I don't know if you saw this, Steve, where Tulsa Public Schools canceled everything for the rest of the week. And I think that's a function of it might be okay to get to school, but how do you get back from school? And that might be right, the situation right. you're going to end up in today. Where I can just get stuck at your house. Uh, well, you got that. Ho- we ain't staying in a hotel together, I'll tell you that. You got that <laughs> hotel for me. I, I don't think it's fair, though, that it's like, oh, it's too risky for me to come in, but I want you you clowns in there no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> they, what. What are you doing? I don't understand the logic of why you're confronting them like this, because you don't want the boss at work, do you? Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to decide where we're where we're headed with this. Right. I don't want to. I don't want him here, but also don't want. I don't want me here either. <laughs> I, I I think that it's it's crazy to I be like it. you know you guys have to be here no matter what. Now I will take a few days off if the weather gets bad, but you two will have to be here. <laughs> Isn't it called working from home? Yeah. <laughs> uh, why can't I work from home? Right. I don't have a cool studio at my house like you guys have there. I, I would actually be delighted if you didn't come to work tomorrow, Daniel. Uh, really? I would can you? handle this thing easy. You think so? Oh, yeah. Are you going to give more, I like, think, yeah. winter tips? <laughs> Tell Steve these winter tips in case, you well, know, Daniel in case gets, he didn't listen. But. Daniel gets mad if I remind people, like, things to collect. Give him a couple of the tips. Well, one is... Ice scraper, tra- kitty litter, what, where are we going with Yeah, this? charge your phone. Get a blanket. Yeah. <laughs> okay, hang on. I'm writing this down. Uh, yeah, when it comes time for Ty to get a raise next year, don't forget that his uh, big winter tip was wear a jacket on cold days. Hey, I'm writing it down. <laughs> writing it down. Right, I don't want to forget. I still don't know if Steve's coming in. Like, in a way, I want to, like, just leave immediately after the show and pretend like I was here all day. He's but saying if he's, he's here. He's saying he's monitoring News on 6 to see if it's safe to come in. He's yeah. already made his decision. Yeah, what is your decision? I'll probably come in and then yeah, go home. In. Well, why come in? I don't in, have then? a hotel. Here, here, here's the thing: is you guys have a nice hotel. I don't. I have to. I have to go home. But I wanted you to not come in and I, then pretend like I was here all day. <laughs> <laughs> now he's gonna know. All right, Steve. All right, <laughs> we'll see. Got you. A great camera system. Oh, I should have told you that. <laughs> he watches us. Yeah, cameras in here. He's watching us on. Oh That's gosh. creepy, Steve. If that I see you today, if creepy. I don't see you today. We're still going to try to do a good show, okay? Uh, be be, be good. So, so, uh, text me those tips. Uh, uh, Daniel, I will. make sure you text me those tips. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't want to miss any of those if I come in. Right. Well, Tug doesn't want to let they you off the phone without doing a bit of brown nosing. So go ahead, Tug. What do you, I was going to promote that we have Lee Bryce well, You're just saying, up. like, you know, whether I see you or not or, you know, I love you, Steve. And Go ahead. Do your, do your brown nosing, Tug. Hey, Steve. I, I hope I see you, but if I don't, <laughs> get out of here. We'll All see right. each other soon. Uh, okay. I'm melting. I'm melting. <laughs> see, see you. Uh, Steve yeah, Hunter. Man. Steve Hunter. It's 98.5 The Bull. 740 Lee Bryce. Cody Johnson, Tig, and Daniel. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. And, uh, you know, what we kind of think is going to happen in a general gist is uh, we'll get a little bit this morning and then this afternoon. That's the trouble with going to work. You can get to work. What is it going to be like when you leave work? And I tell you what, we've got an expert coming up. Travis Meyer is going to join us uh, just before 8 o'clock here, and he's going to tell us exactly what he thinks, chief meteorologist, so he's a good guy to talk to. But in the meantime, Daniel, call her 918-879-9898. We're going to play a game for Lee Bryce tickets. Yes, we have two tickets to see Lee Bryce. Mm-hmm. The COVID River Spirit. 
And you were worried that nobody was listening because nobody's taking their kids to school because schools are out. But look, look at the phones light up. Look at them go. Looking for calling number nine. All right, here we go. Good morning, Ty and Daniel. Who this? Robert. Robert, good morning. Where are you calling from? Uh, Tulsa. How are things? I mean, you're on the road, I suspect. Uh, no slipping and sliding right now? Not at all. Yeah, we're good now. Where do you uh, work, Robert? Uh, Whataburger. Whataburger. Whoa, look at that. What What's do you the- do at Whataburger? Uh, I'm a manager in training for uh, Team Lead. Oh, so you're like building a career there and everything. That's pretty cool. Correct. They tr- they treat you pretty good over there? Best uh, fast food job I've had so where did, far. Where did you work previously? Because I used to work for Dairy Queen. I enjoyed my time at Dairy Queen. Oh, I worked at Taco Bueno. I've worked at some, uh, I worked at Monterey Bill, Mexico. It's a full service restaurant. You're like a renaissance guy. Fast food renaissance guy. I got to tell you, oh. over on Peoria, Tig, there's a Taco Bueno right next to a Taco Bell. Which one are you choosing, Tig? Be honest. I'm not answering the question. Why? Man, I, I got a soft spot for Taco Bell. And I, I like Taco okay, Bueno. Okay, so I say Taco Bell. All right, all right. This guy's so scared to offend the, the good folks over at Taco Bueno. What do you think's going to happen to you if you say you prefer Taco Bell? I don't know. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I, you know, I enjoy Taco Bueno as well. Okay. Very political answer. All right, Daniel, answer. Be, all right uh, Robert, listen. Yeah, uh... I'm going to give you a quiz here, and and ironically, it's about Mexican food. I'm going to name you the ingredients of a Mexican dish, and based on those ingredients, you have to tell me what the Mexican dish is. All right. And he ought to be perfect for this because he's worked in the industry. He's a professional. Got it. All right, Robert, up first, the ingredients. Meat, cheese, vegetables, tortilla. Quesadilla? That is correct. Up next... Meat, cheese, <laughs> vegetables, tortilla. Fajitas? That is correct. Third question. Meat, cheese, <laughs> vegetables, tortilla. Oh, God. <laughs> uh I'm stumped on that one. You stumped on this one? Help him out, Tug. Robert, I think if you just name anything that's Mexican a dish, I think you'll get it. Uh, soft taco. What do you say? Soft taco. Soft taco, okay. Up next, meat, <laughs> cheese, <laughs> vegetables, tortilla. <laughs> uh, Think of the things on the menu at Taco Bueno. Just name anything. Oh, God. Uh. Does he need a lifeline? Yeah. Yeah, give me a lifeline. Yeah, help him out. Hold on, Chalupa? Mm-mm, wrong. Burrito. Oh. <laughs> the whole point of the whole contest is that uh, basically at the Mexican restaurant, every, uh, every dish is meat, cheese, vegetables, tortilla. Burrito. All right. Uh, it, uh, yeah, you win. Robert wins. Get some time off from Whataburger. Who are you going to take the Lee Bryce? 
I'm going to take my boyfriend. Well, look at you guys go. And we're back tomorrow, even though it's going to be like raining and, excuse me, snowing and stuff. It's going to be bad weather, buddy. We're going to do this again. <laughs> At 7.40, right here on 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. Hey, good morning. Happy Groundhog's Day. When does that happen? When does that uh, little thing come out of the hole and decide whether it's going to be cold or not? Parsitani Phil, yeah, he's up in in Pennsylvania, and he's he's not going to see a shadow either because they're under winter storm warnings too. So he's not going to see it, so he's not going to be scared. So it looks like we're going to be okay. Not going to have uh, six more weeks of bad winter weather. Okay, so when he doesn't see a shadow, that's good news for right. us. Okay. Do you it. guys, you two, yeah. remember the time a couple of years ago where the mayor brought out the groundhog? The groundhog bit the mayor's finger, and he dropped the groundhog, and the groundhog <laughs> died. Oh, no. He did? It happened about two or three died. years ago, yeah. He passed? Yeah, he dropped wow. it. Wow, way to bring that up, Daniel. So, <laughs> yeah, that's a downer. Gee. Travis, is anything going on today? Nothing at all, just Groundhog's Day, I think. Yeah, so we have, you know, I'm feeling a little bit better just because a lot of the uh, freezing precipitation has been relatively light. It's been worse up to the north of us along the Kansas-Oklahoma line, and then it's going to be worse later today or tonight uh, down to the south toward McAllister. So we're kind of in between, knock on wood. We've had some light freezing drizzle and just getting a few reports of a few snowflakes now. Uh, but it'll be kind of an off and on day, not much precipitation. And really, everybody that's waiting on snow will most likely have to wait till about 5, 6 o'clock tonight before the snow starts. And then the heaviest snow is when we're going to be sleeping. But, you guys, something new that just happened is that we've been forecasting anywhere from 5 to 8 inches of snow. Uh, but it looks like on some of the new data coming in this morning, that it could be closer to 8 to 12 inches in some areas. I know people focus on that high number, but, I mean, 8 inches is a lot of snow. And most winters, uh, all told, we have around 9 inches. So this would be a whole winter's snow in one snow. I think a lot of us are concerned a little bit. Like right now, the roads, at least in downtown Tulsa, as we peer across Guthrie Green, seem okay. But the problem is you can get to work. Will we be able to get home? And you're saying we might be impacted by this about 5 o'clock when we would head home. Yeah, so the snow will start to kick in later. The later you stay out, uh, the more likely you're going to have to start running into more winter-like driving conditions. So today is kind of that transition uh, problem into uh, a few areas are going to have still some freezing drizzle this morning. And I know the city crews have been out, just uh, saw their latest report, and so they're out about. So that's all good news there. But, again, any secondary roads or bridges and overpasses, we're sitting about 29. We've got a wind chill of 14 right now in mid-Tulsa. Uh, so uh, we're looking at that cold air. It's not going anywhere, and it's just going to continue to get colder. So don't forget that part, too. But uh, drive home this afternoon uh, is not going to be horrible, uh, but it is going to have to be just be very much aware. Now, if you're going to try to drive tonight or tomorrow, it's all white-knuckle driving because that's going to be nasty, nasty, nasty. If we had a little uh, glimpse into your personal life, will you stay at a hotel like around here, or are you going to like stay out at your ranch? Where, where will you stay tonight? Uh, tonight, I've got the redneck thing going on. I've got a big round bale of hay in my back of my pickup, so I just kind of just motor on from the ranch and head on up, as long as I don't hit anything above me, because uh, that doesn't stick about a foot or two. I did try to run it into the garage one day. I forgot to last, I think it was last winter. Yeah, it was last February. I, I pulled into the garage, forgot it was on the back end of my truck, and I wrecked my garage door. I think what he's saying, Tig, is that he puts a bale of hay in the back of his truck to weigh it down oh, so I that see. he's able to more oh. safely drive. Tig okay. is super confused. Gotcha. I was like, what's the, what's the hay? <laughs> okay. Hey, what do you think <laughs> yeah, about this, Travis? Our, our boss, you know Steve Hunter, right? Yeah. Sure uh, 
we had to come to work this morning for him. Too dangerous to show up to work. What do you make of that? Really? Yeah. And that, we have to come to work tomorrow. Looks like, uh-huh. Looks like he needs a bale of hay. <laughs> so his, uh, I didn't know that was a thing to put hay in your Yeah, cup. I guess it weighs it down. Well, Travis. Oh, yeah, it's about 800, 900 pounds extra sitting Ooh. in there. So you don't, the, you don't think ice doesn't really help anything. You just, you know, you can't stop on ice. That's all there is about that. Travis, man, I appreciate the update. So it looks like we will have some, uh, some type of big weather event as the uh, days continue yeah. here. Yeah, and it, it'll just kind of gradually get worse. So just don't be surprised if there's a slick bridge or overpass since now we're below freezing, and that's the biggest problem. Travis, stay safe out there. We'll be seeing you on television. And News on 6, All did right, you know this, Daniel? Well. News on 6 in color. It is in color yeah, now? It's oh, in color God. now. Yep. Look at that, Travis. Yeah. We've, we're, we're moving forward. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Travis Meyer, News on 6. We'll be seeing you, man. All right. See you. It's 98.5 The Bull in today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. Hey, good morning, Daniel. So tomorrow might be a treacherous drive into work for you because you, your company has offered you a hotel next door mm-hmm. so that in the worst case, you can just walk. You don't have to miss your show. Daniel refuses this. You're going to stay at your house. Well, I have a dog. I can't what just do you mean leave you have him. A dog? I have a dog. Get I can't a hotel leave the dog. takes a dog. There's, there's people that take care of dogs in town. You do what you got to okay, do. Okay, what hotel are you staying at? I'm not going to say that. That's crazy. This guy, so what What a moron. You think that people are going to like show up at the hotel? Hey, like you're, Hold uh, on, like you're the Beatles? <laughs> you know, that you think they're going to like storm the hotel? You could tell anybody on this planet what, where you're staying at tonight. Nobody would care. <laughs> and you're like, oh, well, I don't divulge that information. Okay. But you're going you're gonna to stay at your house down yeah. on Riverside. And part of your journey Whoa, is... don't tell people the street I live on. Okay, well, As part, if people care. Does the does the dog do, could my dog stay at the hotel with no, me? No, because I, I had the same problem. I couldn't get my dog in there. But anyway, you live down on Riverside, and you have this hill on Denver that you eventually have to encounter. And this, I think you know this hill if you've been downtown. There's a hill that leads. It's Denver Avenue, and it goes down to Riverside, mm. and it's a bit of a steep grade. How in the world are you going to get to work tomorrow? If you got to drive up that, that's crazy. My garage uh, exits onto Denver, and I don't have to deal with that hill. Oh. What's the name of the complex you live in? I live in the Cosmopolitan. I don't care. Oh, you done, nobody done it can, now. Nobody can get in there without, like, a key fob, and you're acting like, like TMZ is going to show up if you said what hotel you're staying Dude, in. Dude, last night, I was in that hotel, and about 4 o'clock in the morning, I just heard a guy going, ah! and uh, I was uncomfortable. You he heard was, a guy screaming, well, like he, throes of passion, or a guy outside? No, no like the guy who had eaten a hallucinogenic, <laughs> uh, hallucinogenic drug. Yeah. And I thought, I don't really want to go outside right now. So I was a little nervous to even get into my car and come to work. Tell me what your day is going to be like today. You'll get off the air. You'll go to this hotel and do what? Mm-hmm. Just sleep. enjoy a little time, uh, you know. Sleep. You know, there's, I've talked to other people at work, and uh, a lot of us are looking at it as, you know, we love our families, but also it would be nice to just take a nap. So... And uh, I, I have a prediction that you will not be at work tomorrow because we just got off the phone with Travis Meyer, and he said it's going to be a nightmare out there. Buddy, listen, yeah. I'll walk to work if I have to. From that place? Yeah. Yeah, good luck. Cause it's like a mile. You're next to that. Uh, all those folks congregate out there. You said that you went behind a quick trip once, and it looked like the, the thriller video. There'll be n- there'll be nobody out of the quick trip tonight. I mean, it's just too cold. Oh, I imagine I everybody's kind of like sheltering in place. 
I, I guess at the shelter, uh, I don't think there will be a lot of people out. But listen, there's no chance that I won't be at work tomorrow. Okay. You heard it, guys. It's got, you're going to crash on Denver, and you're going to be stuck for like two yeah, weeks and have to live in your car. big hill, like in the great plains of the United States, you think there's very hilly. It's not, <laughs> I don't live on top of Turkey Mountain. I'll be all right. <laughs> okay. All right. But Travis Meyer, here's the deal. He just talked to us. And even though everything seems okay now, and it kind of is, at least where we are, near the uh, northern border of Oklahoma, not that great, but here in Tulsa, looks okay. Problem is, you go to work, he says leave early, because if you wait till 5 or 6, that's going to be uh, the event. I got to be honest, I thought it would be snowing by now, but it's, uh, mm-hmm. right, at least downtown, it's very windy. I don't see any snow yet. Well, thanks for being honest. Well, didn't you think, I thought I'd wake up to like a winter wonderland. No, I didn't think that. I thought, that's. do you even pay attention to the show? We we did a show yesterday, and I said 10 times that the morning probably wouldn't be that bad. I don't care what you say. All I right. look at the internet. That's where everybody gets their information from. Am I right? And, and it said it was going to start television? snowing last night at midnight, and it didn't. All right. Well, I don't know why you're being so mean today again. Now, listen, listen. I'm not being mean. Yeah, but when you tell people that I'm being mean, they get that in their head, and then right, okay, and I get hate mail. And I'm not doing that again. <laughs> not this week. I think last week I got like five pieces of hate mail. Not I can't deal with it. Can't again. do it this time. What's that hotel you're staying in? Be I'm honest. not staying in that hotel. That's crazy. It's like nobody cares, man. The fact that you think that people care what hotel you're it staying only takes in takes one crazy to do what to to mess up everything. I'm not doing that. That's ridiculous. Shut what, up. What do you think would happen if you told the hotel? Do you think there would be like a congregation of people that would show up in the lobby? Dude, there was a guy. Listen, you remember Dan Rather, who was the CBS Evening News guy? Yeah, Dan Rather. Are you comparing yourself to Dan Rather? <laughs> no, but I'm saying that this guy wasn't a fan of him. He was convinced that Dan Rather was sending him messages through the television somehow, and he went up there and beat his A. Oh, we're getting a call here. I uh, guess somebody uh, else wants yeah. to know what hotel you're staying in tonight. Okay. Hello. Good morning. Tiger Daniel. Who's this? Good morning. What's up? Hey, I just wanted to give you guys a report from up north in the wonderful state of Oklahoma. It is awful. Yeah. So you guys are very blessed by not having any of this stuff, but I'm driving on about an inch of sleet um, with ice underneath it, and uh, travel conditions are awful. Yeah, we see that, like, News on 6, they have such a good, like, army of vehicles, and they go out. And we see in these pictures and video from your area, and it is not good. No, it's not good. So everyone, stay safe. What do you do for a living that they're making you come in today? I'm a nurse. I take care of patients. Oh, look oh, at that. you got to go to work. So you have to be there. Right. Yeah. Let me ask you a very serious question. Enough tomfoolery. Let's get down to business. What hotel do you think Tig is staying in tonight in downtown? Hold on. You were going to Sorry, what did you say? I said, uh, enough tomfoolery. Let's get down to business. What hotel do you think Ty is staying in downtown tonight? He won't divulge it because he's worried people will show up. Well, like the very best hotel. I mean, is the company paying for it? It is, yeah. The company is paying for yeah, it. Yeah, the very best. Like, um, oh, I'm trying to think of that one that's right down there by the BOK. They have amazing um, breakfast in the room. Motel 6? Uh, no. Let me ask you another question. If, how many people are on Earth? A lot. How many is it, Tig? Like 11 billion? Getting, getting close to 8 billion. Yeah. If 8 billion people on this planet knew where you were staying, Tig, zero would show up. 
And that's like <laughs> a statistical miracle. But still, nobody cares. So just tell us where you're staying. I'm not going to say it. It's stupid. What do you think? People would like send flowers he, to your room? He said Motel 6. Motel 6. That's right. There is no Motel 6 in downtown. I mean, what's your name? Angela, you said? Angie. What if Angie Angela shows up trouble. if I give up my hotel? In fact, nobody's showing yeah, up, I'm man. I'm not driving. I'm not driving to Tulsa. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's disgusted. Sorry. Okay, well, uh, sorry about your rough luck up uh, in the northern parts of and I imagine, Oklahoma. And I imagine you'll have to stay at the uh, hospital tonight? Uh, no, I'm actually a hospice nurse, so I Ooh. travel to people's homes, and I won't be staying in their homes. God bless you. What a What a job. Yeah, it's amazing. We have some amazing patients. Angie, thanks for the call. Thank you. Take care, guys. More from Bye. Travis Meyer with uh, Did You See? In moments on 98.5 The Bull.